What's up, guys? I'm back here with Whatever Comes to Mind podcast after a six-month hiatus. You know, the truth is, is, you know, I'm not consistent with any of this stuff, and I hope to be at some point. You know, I've had uh, crazy health issues in my life with my stomach and whatnot, and it sometimes can just make it hard after the eight hours to come home and do it when my, I'm all whacked out, you know. And I, in one sense, you can say it's an excuse, and I can see, I mean, Chad, Chadwick, the Bozeman guy, Black Panther guy, he, uh, he had cancer and was still acting and doing his thing. Well, I guess I don't know the full ins and outs of it, but that's either here nor there. I'm at it again, trying to do it, and... You know, I think a big part of where maybe this one will become more consistent is, is I've just let go of a lot of the world. And what I, what I mean by that is I've just really been focusing on me making money and what I, and just me trying to get better. Not, not all the banks and the fucking courts fucking over the, you know, um, what the hell was it? The, the lawyer from, uh, Oh, what Kate the Chevron case I think with the oil and the Amazon and they fucked this lawyer over and I mean I st- I'm still aware of all that's going on but I've just I don't have any social media anymore and I think it's literally helped me become less impulsive and also given me more energy. Um, so I mean we'll see. Uh, I'm just gonna try to do them again and see where we're at. Not oh, my food's ready to go in the oven. Please wait. I also think another reason, folks, that I've kind of maybe settled into another part of my just being a little more routine is I'm just not afraid anymore to like live how I want to live fully. If I meet a girl, no matter how beautiful she is, or co-workers do this or family this or that I'm just like look this is how I'm gonna live having money don't have money I don't not have any money I make at the moment I make 65 G's a year um, through a temp service right now then this company JLL will hire me full-time but my future is a little sketchy come Q3 of 2022 because we lost the contract to continue doing maintenance for WeWork spaces. Someone just probably came in behind us and undercut the score. Now they may hire me on, as some companies do, so that they have faculty ready to go right out of the jump. But anyway, getting back to my point, they do firmly believe that you have to, at some point, you have to settle into what's important to you, how you're going to live, and where you're willing to somewhat negotiate that. I'm always going to be open to negotiate, like, for dating. To go out with a girl during a week and work work that stuff in, because it is important to me. It really is. Um, but, you know, staying the night three times out of a week once we, if we start dating consistently or something like that, it's just not going to happen. Um, so it's either going to get to the point where we decide, okay, we're basically, we're going to move in together, and even though I'm living here and she's living there, 
I'll just start moving my stuff over there. I'll keep paying my rent, and when that's up, blah, blah, blah. That's a different situation. But to, to people of all ages, I would just... Obviously, this stuff is always better for younger people. Some older, some guy listening to this at 50 might just be like, oh, I'm not starting over, it's too late, or this or that, when it's really not. You, could eat, you might live 20 more, 30 more, 40 more. You might live 50 more years. If you're decently healthy... Let's say up to 75, 25 years from 50, could be, you could be somewhat pretty mobile still, depending on what you've done for your health and whatnot. But um, folks, I don't remember where I left off. I'm kind of going back and forth at the moment. I'm cooking my quinoa, my veggies, and my dinner. Um. I know I was saying, well, some other things, too. I'm just, I was probably still overworking out. And for those former college athletes, even former good high school athletes who, well, that's not fully true. I've seen good high school athletes just kind of completely turn into fat slobs after. But for anybody who was, who was building, whose body was, still demands that workout or you just learn as adults should as we get older we still need to take care of our body more than ever honestly um that um you might have to change your program a little bit you know i didn't run for about two weeks i ended up running like 3.8 miles yesterday and my achilles is super sore but my right foot is good again so I know I needed a break. I probably ran for like two years straight without even really taking a break, which isn't smart. Um, but anyway, my point is, for my body, it's not smart. And for where I'm at, I need a more well-rounded routine. So I'm, you know, I have yoga. I do legs and upper body, all body weights. Well, I have resistance bands. And um, running. And then I'm not hiking right now from crazy stack money mode. But, you know, you... Just want to get a good sense of how you want to live with money, without money. You have a bunch of money, you still might not, you know, I will make more money. And I I go through these ups and downs sometimes where I find myself, oh, I don't really need to come home and do something like this or, or write or whatever, but I always come back to it. For me, I know that my stomach plays a huge role in, in my ability to stick to this stuff and you know I'm on these PPIs right now I have stomach issues I'm vegan now and it's helped like I cannot eat dark chocolate I cannot eat bread my body has just moved on from some of these things I mean I can but you know I don't have any ir irritable bowel I don't have an irritable bowel disease but I do have IBS for sure and um, or some sort of sensitivity to certain things um, but every time I get blood work done or do anything, like, I, everything comes back pretty dang good. Like, I'm pretty fucking healthy, but I'm not lying about why would I would lie about my stomach. It just, it can be, you know, I have abdominal cramps and this and that, and it just, that's, your stomach is a huge driving force for being able to have energy and especially to come home and do something like this. But my point is I always come back to this stuff. Another reason I feel like it could be different this time is when I'm just getting older. I've just experienced more. 
and you know I, I mentioned that I have any social media I'm off dating apps because the honest truth is is I okay I'm not perfect I know that but geez before the age of 30 I've already done more than most people would do in their life I've lived in four states and I, and I, I need this podcast I need to be able to say what I'm how I feel and say it how it is I'm not better than anybody and I'm not worth more than anybody I don't believe those things I don't believe that because partially I've been privileged to do certain things. I've also pushed the limits and pushed myself too. There's a mixture of all these things. Even in my opinion, someone who comes from X background, it could be a perfect chaotic storm for them to get out of there. Now this doesn't mean we just go, oh, we'll see this kid, white or black, came from poverty, they made it out, so let's not reform public housing or a public schooling policy that's not what I'm saying I'm just saying you know I don't like to just be like but I don't like to just be like oh well you could do it I and mean, you could but there's it's more complicated than that I believe it's more nuanced um, and a lot of people I look up to not even not look up to but share same views in similar views in um, I think they would say the same things but also at the same time saying but with all that in hand you do want to get to a point you want to fortify yourself to be a very strong force in this world good background back but you could come from the best money situations and all the schooling in this land if it's too soft and too cushiony and they don't also teach you the discipline how to go after what you want but you just have some financial advantages that's what a lot of the advantages come down to is money or not money that's where I think kids get screwed I don't think you get screwed if you're born rich I think what happens is parents just try to soften your world so much you can still get sent to the best schools and the best coaches and this and that but you need to instill to them that like if you want this if you want to be the best programmer or the best martial artist or whatever it is you're going to have to compete for it my millions of dollars son this is just an example is not going to do it for you it's not just going to make it happen you know Um, you know, for me, getting closer to 30, I'll be 30 in like 10 days, 13 days. And, um, you know, I had watched videos over and over, uh, a wide variety of videos for a long time. And one, or, and well, this was more of a, I think it was kind of a meme thing, but it was more, it was like a quote unquote serious meme. But it was more about, this guy was just saying, your, your 30s are like your 20s, except with money. And there's, there's some truth to that, there's not, it's just depending for everybody's situation, not everybody who's about to be 30 is making $31 an hour, I can tell you that. Uh -huh. Most Americans aren't. I make more than I think like 65 to like 74, 3% of the country. I live in Denver, so I need to make 80 grand to feel comfortable for the way I live, especially because I don't need a lot. So it's not like I'm like, oh, I need to make 150 so I can have all the nicest new clothes. I don't give a fuck about that. I'm about... I'm just not about that. I'd like to drive a blacked out Audi, black rims, tinted windows, and black car. That's like my most materialistic wanted thing at the moment. Um, anyway, the point was is I do think there is some truth in the fact that once you get to 30, depending on, now look, there's been some luck for my life, but I have no girlfriend. I'm away from people who aren't on shit, who don't fucking think, who are capable of thinking. I think another reason too where my pot can be a little more that things may just be kind of colliding to a certain world too is, is though there's a lot of disparity in the world and there's a lot of nuance, there are a lot of people out there who are capable of not having their heads up their fucking asses 
and they don't care and they just keep them shoved up there. They take their 70 grand, 60 grand, they live in bumfuck nowhere and to the people around them, they're somebody. Now, I'm not saying that because I'm from a small town and I think everybody's like that because that same type of mentality can be in Denver, Highlands Ranch, wherever you're at, where you're you're just good at your, as my junior college coach would always say it, want to be hometown All-American. I never had any interest to stick around in my hometown so that people, every time they saw me, could, you know, it's not fully true. A lot of people liked me where I'm from, I think, too, because I was, I do, we all think we're a nice person. I'm sorry to tell you, most people are shitheads. I care about people. I want people to succeed. Anything I can do as a coworker, a stranger to help someone. Yeah, I can't be overly invested in your affairs, but I generally, when I say, how was your weekend? Yeah, it's somewhat routine and you're somewhat doing it out of like corporate practice, but like, I do hope it was good. I do hope we could, if you do something cool, that conversation could continue for two to three minutes and I could actually be genuinely, genuinely, um, engage with you and if something awesome or cool happened be happy for you what i just said there that is not how fucking most people think nor care to even try to process how they should treat and view and interact with their fellow human beings people don't fucking care at all it's disgusting you know you don't i think if people another reason too i do think i'm kind of bouncing as long as i can keep my stomach where i'm at i'm so much calmer about things now I don't think take things as personally. The truth is, I just don't really take that many people serious because even if they were well read and had a good, clean perspective, it doesn't mean that a good, clean perspective is a perspective I agree with, but that I can tell. When you, if you here's 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 what we all I think I've come to understand: people who have good perspectives and insights on life, where like we all vary from where we're born and and. Um, we all, our perspectives and things like that still vary and are different and change. And I get all that, but there are some commonalities, I think, between people who have good perspectives on, like, the world, interpersonal relationships, how we should conduct ourselves, the things we should strive for. Like, yeah, they're going to vary in certain ways, but I think a lot of them are they're universal in the fact that they're close enough. So the... Do I respect everybody's ability to have an opinion of free speech? 100%. But I am here today to tell you that most people don't know what the fuck they're talking about and they have horrible, horrible views and perspectives on life. Example. And they may hear this one day and I, I'm kind of, I have to, I have to do this for my health. I have to do it for, it's not meant to hurt anybody, but this is how I feel. I, I don't want to, I could never just say this to them. I kind of tell them in certain ways, but like, here's an example. My stepmother, I love her to death, but we were talking about the Amazon protest, um, and I know I kind of got, um, but this is this podcast. I just start going and I'm just going to talk because this is what I do. But we were talking about how the Amazon workers were, um, you know, they're uh, striking. And I mentioned something, this is probably two, three, four months ago, probably two, three months ago. And she just says, and, I'm, and this isn't verbatim, and I'm kind of just, just cliff notes, you know. But she just goes, well, they, you know, well, they voted, they, you know, they voted that down. That is not the story of that. Yes, it did get voted down. But the truth is, shout out to Breaking Points, I watched Crystal and Sagar. The truth is, is that those 
uh, Amazon employed a bunch of anti-union union tactics so that, you know, let's just call it a mixed race of people working. And I don't like to use race, it's human race, but ethnicities, so white, black, Mexican, or whatever. There are smart people who work in those distribution centers and warehouses, no matter what anybody wants to tell you. I'm not saying that intelligence is oozing out of those places, but there's enough people in there who, this was the best option they had. They didn't go to college, their, their dad's sick, or they don't have the money, or, in, or they're just not aware of the resources that are available to them, or they are, you know, these are all just, I'm just spewing this. I'm not saying poor people. People who come from these backgrounds are not capable of these things, but these are all just, I'm using my imagination. That's how you can also peer into, uh, peek into situations like this and try to just give a nuanced perspective. Even though I have an experience, I, you go, okay, I could see this happening. I worked in warehouses and things like that too. You know, um, I'm going to jump to something real quick. I do notice that coming, I have this opinion that coming from the Midwest, even if you come from a lower middle class to middle class background, I played three sports, my parents had decent enough jobs, my mom has her, had her own business, I, you know, they were both in Cali, like, I was, that was still a great foundation for me to even go into the workforce when I look back on it, even though I was a complete mess because I was reading into all these crazy things that end up being mostly true. And people just, again, want to dig their fucking heads in the sand. Everybody, at the end of the day, everybody knows there's something seriously wrong with our culture and society. They're just not fully sure what it is. And even the little inklings they have of, and little insights they have of the possibilities it could be, it makes them so uncomfortable. They just continue to fucking dig their head in the sand. It's fucking disgusting. All of our parents basically do it. I love my parents. They're not that naive. They're not that dumb. And they do have good opinions, I would say, on certain things, but I do think that some people just, an inconvenient, what is that saying, uh, inconvenient truth, people would rather have a convenient lie than an inconvenient truth. And it couldn't be any more true, in my opinion. Sorry that things beep in the background, but I want to finish this rant off where, you know, most of us, like, I a lot of us got like these raised upbringings, and this is an excuse not to be successful or poor me or poor, I'm just saying it how it is. People don't raise their kids. They're so fucking selfish. They don't put them into the sports they're actually interested in or the, the, the interest that these kids have. They just end up pushing all their shit onto people or onto their kids or putting them things or pushing them towards things that they were interested in or wish they were interested in. It's so selfish and then they turn around and you move to Colorado, and the first things they're asking you is, my dad, the first thing he's asking me is, is basically, well, maybe you'll, you can move back at some point about getting money and doing whatever. He was a rough salesman, blah, blah, blah. It just it had nothing to do with helping me pursue what I wanted to do. This was only, I'm going to be 20, this was about seven years ago. I mean... And again, this is for most of us. This isn't, oh, I had it so bad. And blah, blah, blah. I still had a better upbringing than probably 99% of the country, I would assume. I mean, I just know domestic abuse. Food was always on the table. Yeah, my parents would argue sometimes, but nothing fucking crazy. Um, it just, you know, the normal shit. Sorry, I had to pause again. But again, what I was saying was, this is not, I still do, you know, what's crazy is, is I, I think, well, 
most people are aware of this by now, blah, 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 and, and they understand these dynamics and kind of the parenting things that have been going on and, and, and things in, in society and the brainwashing and the lies and the blah, 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 but guess what? There's still a lot of people who are stuck in like left-right paradigms or good and bad only paradigms instead of critically thinking like people can't think and I need this for my brain. Like, I'm going to be honest. I want to make millions of dollars, like fucking zillions of dollars. I just do. Like I never had this attitude before, but like my life is not worth 80 fucking thousand dollars. In my opinion, nobody's is. We shouldn't. I'm not. What I'm saying is, yes, you have to provide goods for the community, for the world and whatnot, a service, as they like to say, and I get that. But from a spiritual standpoint, there is no amount of money you can put on my soul. And my buddy and I have talked about this before. Shout out Woody. I would say at the least it's two hundred and fifty fucking thousand dollars if I had to put a number on it. Sixteen grand a month. That way I can save properly. I can actually travel and live a like I'm. I'm just gonna. I've, I've sat in my apartment for two months just so I can. I have to do this save money thing right now. I'm thirty going to be 30 and 13 days. I basically have no money. I have a decent, I have a, I'd say a decent job, above average job. I'll say that, but it's still not good enough. It's just not. I'm content with it. I'm grateful for it. It's still better than most. And that's what's scary and sad, but it's not good enough. We're not meant to live like this. And I don't believe that no matter how my life turns out, I'm going to have my objective beliefs and thoughts on what would be best for fucking humanity. Not, well, this happened in my life. You know, people can just turn into fucking cunts. It's so fucking stupid. This was my experience. This is really the reality of things. Here, here's what I could say. Yeah, you, you're going to need to work hard, but maybe sometimes don't, you know, but here's the thing. I've read these quotes and seen these guys, and I think I know what they mean now. It's like, don't, but also don't try too hard. I'm a good worker, but sometimes I will like try to over explain something to my supervisor or to a coworker or I'll overly bring good energy to a situation that just needs to like good. I'm not saying like I I oh how are you guys doing today? I'm never like that. I'm just saying you don't always have to be at level ten, and you you can play situations. You can learn. It's like momentum in a sports game or momentum in a basketball game. As soon as you're talking to a girl that you see in the hallway or a coworker, and the minute you feel like that conversation is has ended or it's at its peak and this is the time for you you both to split ways and not sit around and like try to extend the conversation you move on you have to stay within the momentum of life and there's there's all these little things whether that's looking for a new job every two to three years so that you can progress five years whatever your plan is like you need to know when to play your cards but you i do believe there's situations where you need to know when not to try so hard when to just do your fucking job shut up and save those moments there will be moments that it's possible I've, I've seen it I just don't always I don't like to say things in certainty but what I have experienced is there are moments that do come to fruition to where you can then exercise different parts of your brain and different parts of your personality for said situation that I believe and knowing when to do that when to rear back you know you always see these I would see these things on Instagram don't dim your light you don't, you, you don't have to be at level 10, 24-7, and then think, oh, I'm dimming my light because I'm not bringing 
big dick energy every five seconds. I don't believe that. And I, I don't believe that. I wouldn't say I ever believed it, but I was about to say I don't believe that anymore. I'm just saying I think my idea on the dimming light thing has shifted. You know, everybody has this uh, I take take no shit attitude. You know, and I, I don't think, I think if you're really about self-growth and progress and you um, have any sort of introspection, you'll learn that like there's a lot of garbage out there with all these type of sayings. Take no shit easily if you get, if you get further, if you get far enough in life where you've had a little success, maybe that's just emotionally, financially, in your career, whatever it is. To where you can kind of see the, the truth behind the door of those meanings. Like, take no shit means if someone's really, like, I had to pull aside a coworker, and where I work, it's weird because I work at a WeWork space, but I don't work for a WeWork. I work for JLL, who WeWork hired to do maintenance. And a WeWork girl was kind of, I perceived as snotty and snooty sometimes, and maybe she thought she was better than. So I just pulled her aside one day, finally, after about six weeks, and just said, hey, you know, sometimes this comes off, blah, blah, we settled it, boom, it was fine, it was done and over. You know, it's not, I'm not going to confront this person in a professional manner because I don't take no shit. It's just, I don't think success really comes from that. I think this actually ends up being very few people in this world we're able just to push everybody else's face down in the mud and have success. And the ones that do get away with that and, and do it, guess what? They're horrible in health. They don't have any real joy in their life. Like these are the things now that I'm fully, I don't hold back on how I feel about this stuff anymore. I used to always, oh, well, gene expression. And there's a reason, and you know what? I think all that is true. I think there's a, I think a lot of things can be explained. Like, for example, I'm watching these uh, verdicts in courtrooms, and they were like the top five most disrespectful verdicts ever caught on camera or whatever. Some kid had murdered, you know, a kid, another kid, and the family was in there, and they were talking about it. And he was kind of like rubbing his hands together and kind of had a smile on his face. And he just wasn't taking it very serious. I don't even know if he was necessarily happy the kid was dead or happy what he did, but he just... This was his mentality on how he was attacking this situation in the moment. He looks like no older than 16. Then I got to see this judge who, you know, respect to the judge, and I, I'm for cops and law enforcement. I, I'm very, I can't say what I am anymore. I'm like, oh, I'm liberal. I'm, I'm traditionally left, but it's gotten so wacky. I'm just like, I'm fucking pro healthcare, pro UBI, but I'm pro gun, you know. I think this girl I went on a date with said it perfect. I'm not not pro-choice, but she was like, she put it in the best. She's like, well, Nick, I don't think anybody's pro-abortion. Because my stance is always like, well, I, I would lean more pro-life. Obviously, it's up to the girl. I just, you know, I don't want babies just being killed just to be killed. But it's up to the woman to make that. I'm full supportive. I just hope that people are having, even though it ends up being the woman's choice at the end of the day, you know, you always see this shit online and stuff. They're like, oh, all the guy did was come and blah, blah, blah. And they act like we're not attached to that child at all. I get it. We don't carry it uh, to term and all that. I understand that. That is an experience that I know it's way different today. And 
genders and this and that, but you know, men are having babies or have had whatever the, the case. But my point is, is men, in the traditional sense, will never be able to know what that feels like to literally carry a human being inside of yourself. It's fucking crazy. And I, as much as I try to empathize and put myself in those shoes with my imagination, I'm not saying I totally know or totally understand, but can only imagine the mood swings and the cravings for food and a bit, literally you're growing something in your body and you're giving it nutrients, it's taking your nutrients. If you don't give it enough nutrients from food, it takes your shit. It's just a crazy thing. And your feet swelling and all these things that can happen. And then you're fucking really, really horny, supposedly when you're pregnant, but also I'm sure sometimes you look at yourself and you're like, gosh, I'm bloated and my face is like, like it's just... It's tough, and your hormones all over the place. But anyway, that was probably the best way someone had ever put it to me. Was like, well, Nick, I don't think anybody's pro-abortion. So I was trying to explain it to her how I felt like about it. But it was the more I think the thing I was always trying to hammer home was is I just get sick of for all things. This is just what we're on now. But I do hate it. It's like the all all, all old white men are just they all only old white men around the world, and they're all rotten and blah blah blah. And I'm just like. That's just not the case, in my opinion, because even the old white men at the top of the totem pole, it's still such a small percentage of old white men. Most old white men are not running the world. It, it, you know, uh, I'm mixed, but I know that Africans thousands of years ago and Irish people and Vikings and this and that, they were all horrible to each other, too, at times in history. It's, it's just... I'm not going to sit here and say maybe Africans weren't as bad to each other and maybe Vikings were worse to each other in this, but we know like Native Americans killed each other. I believe they scalped each other too. I don't think that was just like a foreigner thing. Like we have to move past this whole thing if we're ever going to just become humans. And I hope that's what America can still be. I've even changed my thoughts on how I view America. I, I was somewhat brainwashed in ways, not horribly. I, I always knew we still had it better here, but off the sense of like, you were never going to catch me complaining about like a Starbucks being too cold or anything like that. But I'm very pro-America now. That doesn't mean I'm pro our government. That means I'm not pro all the things that happen here, but we still have so many more freedoms. This melting pot and mixing of people, though it is still very segregated in certain ways, and I get that. There are a lot of good things in America. Young people, yeah, there's always, there, well, I'm not going to say there's always going to be racist people, but as of right now, yes, of course, not all the new young generations, there's still going to be fuckheads in there who say stupid shit, but these kids more and more care less about color and your fucking financial background and blah, 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 they're just trying to just be people, and if you look at a lot of other countries in the world, they don't have this melting pot, yeah, Europe has it too, but, you know, there's... There's a lot of good, and if we don't, if we're not careful, we're going to be in a situation here where we we don't want it. You know, it doesn't mean we have to, it doesn't mean we have to um, lie and say things like redlining haven't devastated the African community, in my opinion, the African American community up until this point. I'm sure people like Ben Shapiro and Candace Owens would say otherwise, but I think when you look at those things, how many people were rejected at certain times 
And I think Ben, well, I don't know if Ben would push back on this one. I know Kansas in a Tim Owens podcast once said something about black house ownership in the 60s was higher, 70s or 80s. I don't know. Not, probably not the 60s because it's civil rights and whatnot. But point being is that there are things that have happened that have just put people in disadvantaged situations. I think any half-witted person would fucking understand that and accept that. Doesn't mean we know what to do with it. Doesn't mean we know how to make it better. We could, you know, I think like the Shapiro thing is is investing in new neighborhoods, invest in these, put more police in some of these neighborhoods, so that people will invest in these neighborhoods and that will create economic prosperity. Now I understand that, but what happens when that area gets cleaned up even a little bit? The money moves in, and then the majority of those people, who we would quote unquote in a fairy tale world, what those jobs would be there for. Well, they get pushed further and further away from those neighborhoods. Um, so it's it's shaky stuff. I have to pause this again. Folks, I know I'm kind of bouncing all over the place, but honest truth, that's just kind of how my brain works with the stuff. I just start talking, and I can just if I, certain things come to my head. I think, too... Um, Kind of getting better. I'm just calmer. Like I do this podcast. The last times I was doing these too, it was just hard to like. I can always keep my breath as good, and I just. But it does. It, it, this stuff's hard to do. Like it's a. It is a medium. Like I get tired from doing it. It's no joke. And I've been writing a little bit, and I'll tell you what. It's just, it just. It, it literally makes me tired. I start doing it. 20 minutes in, not even 10 minutes in, I'm like, I'm tapped right now. I just, I don't have that muscle strengthened yet. But this is the most consecutive. I haven't written consecutively, but I have probably, I probably have about two pages right now. It's the most I've ever written something and that like started over. And I actually remember a good majority of like the things I've written in the past, even like, it was four weeks in between the last time I wrote this novel. I'm trying to write like this hacker novel. Um, I can't actually remember the characters Ben and Ajax and the premise of being moral hackers, but I wanted they're going to end up going through these stages of you know starting as many of us do the bright-eyed, starry-eyed kids move to the big city and. Shout out Tim Dillon, Life in the Big City t-shirt. And, um, you know, they're going to end up changing, not really changing their morals per se, but not acting on their morals. And it's going to take it through a, this roller coaster ride of like a hacking career. You know, that's the idea. I'm fascinated with that world. I think it's so cool. Even though it's somewhat naive. I know it sounds cool from the outside if you look at shit like that, but... I know it brings a lot of people heartache and hard times and trouble with the law. So I'm not naive to the reality of it, but from the outside, boy, it looks fucking cool and fun. I think the goal with this will always be to try to do an hour, but the truth is, is it's more about quality anyway. It's not really about doing it for an hour and a half and it, it doesn't flow good or you get tapped out and you don't have anything good to say anymore. It's just more of 
when it's done, it's done, you know. Um, but let's scroll through here. I've had these ideas of, so even like this, like, you know, <clears throat> I have to admit, I was a little, not skeptical of Ben Shapiro before, but I was probably a little too quick to judge. Now, I, I, I haven't read or watched everything he believes or has said, but he, he says some good things, and I have to admit, I, because he's very conservative and religious and things like this, and I think, I've heard him say things like, something along the lines of, this is verbatim, but if you stay, basically, if you stay poor in America your whole life, it's not because of America, it's because you're bad with money. I don't necessarily, I get what he's saying, because there's a lot of, there's a lot of ways to climb out of poverty here, but I just think, since we do vary so much as humans, um, how we were raised, how we weren't raised, the decisions we make, whether we were raised with a good background or bad background, what pushed you this direction instead of this direction, what seemed like a good choice at the time, what seemed like the logical choice at the time, what seemed, or what, if we could view it from an outside perspective, like literally watching somebody's life as a movie, we would view it and go, oh, we would have made the same choice, and then for whatever reason, things just fall apart. And I, I think if, if we slowed it down and talked to him, he would probably be like, yes, Nick, there's always going to be nuanced decisions. I think he would say, look at someone like you who goes to work, comes here, doesn't feel satisfied when he comes home and just sits on the couch and looks at the TV screen. I don't even have cable and watch cable. Well, I actually have a little cable through my Slack thing, but it's just for sports, and I never fucking use it. Like, literally, I... Because most of the college games I want to watch are on ABC anyway. That's not the point. I think he would say, yes, of course. There is some disparity in a general claim like that. But look at your life. And I'm just, I'm playing Ben Shapiro. You go to work, you work out, you take care of your body. When you do come home and watch YouTube, you're watching things that feed and fuel your mind. You're get your content. <laughs> taking different perspectives, admitting you're wrong, even like in the case of Ben, I never said he was like this evil person or this or that, I just, I've grown another step to where it's like, look, I just don't agree with some of the things he says, but I probably agree with more things than I would have admitted he says, you know, and some of his beliefs and understanding. I mean, a guy, he's not dumb, that's for sure. But even with that example of, because here's another thing, too, and again, I, like I said, I like to jump around, but I don't feel good about, like, I, I don't have self-worth issues, and I'm not like, oh, I have to come home and grind so the world will love me or so that I'll accept myself. That's not what I'm saying, but I don't like feeling stagnant. I don't like feeling like I'm not growing and accomplishing things, and over these last two months, just not doing anything was actually growing for me in the sense of haven't been to the mountains there's not, you know, I can get to Boulder in 30 minutes if there's no traffic. And I'm not saying any, I'm not saying what I'm doing everybody should do, but I'm taking these extremes right now. I just want to be able to put even just four or five grand away just to breathe a little bit. So when I just need new brakes for my car or I need to put a down payment for a car or make a car payment, I have a little nest egg. And this is what's crazy about living in, this is where I'll, it, and I'm jumping again, but it's so crazy where... 
if I took my $65,000 and had the average car payment, I would basically be left with around like 500 bucks a month after all my bills and, and food and gas and whatever. It's like, that's like no fucking money. If my, if my rent was like a normal rent in Denver 20 years ago, I would still have about a thousand bucks after. And that's what you would, that's what you would aim for is if you can have your own car payment, pay your rent, pay your bills, buy your groceries, little on entertainment. Yeah, I just go to movies and basically hike. I don't need to, I'd like to get back to a concert and stuff. And I'm not saying like you would sprinkle stuff in. What I'm saying is I could do something every three weeks. I think that's a good goal for most people. Allows you to stay with your financial goals. And then on that third week, you basically do whatever you want within reason. Yeah, we don't have first class tickets to Ibiza or anything, but we could go rent a cabin for the weekend and not even have to think about it. Like, st- like a life like that, that's a good fucking life, man. Like, if, if, if that's not good enough for you, then make more money and then do a different lifestyle. And I get it. Some people really want the most baller shit. I don't not want the most baller shit to a point, but even if I had buku money, and maybe you would. This is where people get weird. If I had buku money, maybe I would have a stupid yacht because... Once I was already financially secure and I knew I was still had all these good habits and I still had money for a yacht, well, then, yeah, you might get one or I would maybe rent one or whatever. But anyway, back to the Shapiro thing is I can get the examples that people make. Well, Nick, yes, though, you've gotten lots of help on your path and whether that be financial, mostly it's been financial. Look at what you've done with it. Most of the time when you give people money, they just go, oh, I can just keep getting money from either. Like my stepfather was really well off, multimillionaire. Paid off my student loans. There was a time where he just sent me like eight grand, paid off credit cards. It was insane. It was insane. And if I had, if I had the money habits and the discipline I have now as a 29-year-old going to be a 30-year-old when he had sent me some of this money in prior situations, I'd probably already have a, a, nest egg or, or a nest egg or close to it. But when you eat out, people don't realize if you're eating out and doing all this thing all the time, you can blow through like 600 bucks in a, in a month or, or more, just depending on what you're doing. I mean, if you, people don't get it. If you spent 20 bucks a day on lunch, say there's four weeks a month, you do the math, that's insane. It's like 400 bucks a month, man. And that's just during the week. So then if you're going on dates or if you're doing whatever, getting stupid expensive food delivered to you that it's not 20 bucks anymore, it's like $50. Oh, there was times where I was getting food delivered to me and my DoorDash bill would be like $50. For, I mean, that's insane. That's, that's how you stay poor. So I could see where Ben's arguments on how people... And for me, it was just finally this transition to where it's like I buy frozen vegetables. I make a shit ton of them. Basically, on Sundays, I make all of my lunch for the week. So it's all done and out of the way. Where I, why, why I can get where someone like Ben would be saying these things, I don't want to take, I don't like to give up on people. And I'm not making excuses, but like, for us, those of us who live like this in the modern era, this is excuse me this is still so new and our economy though there still is a lot of opportunity out there there really is you know what you can't if you're really going to try yeah you an 18 dollar an hour job at 18 and living with your parents for the next four to five years 
and then once then you get to 30 and you've had a nest egg because you had no bills and you still shit away most of your money that four or five years let's say and you still could end up with like 12 grand in the bank because you didn't have any fucking bills even if they like made you pay a car payment that's one bill you know but at the end of the day we all come from different situations i don't know what Ben's situation, I'm just using Ben as this example now because it's, I'm just kind of stuck on it, but I don't think they were rich or anything, and he got to Harvard and he made his way, and clearly he's a smart enough dude, and blah, 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 but that we, we know that like that's not going to be everybody's path. Doesn't mean someone wasn't smart enough to get in, go to a junior college, transfer out of a two-year, go to the four-year, hit the books hard, get into a master's program, and then get their doctorate. Here's just something I want to talk about. Stop giving some, stop giving, now this is either because I have more intelligence than I previously thought, and I know I could have been a doctor, like in social psych, like got my doctorate, I'm not saying I would have been a surgeon or anything, but people are more capable than they allow themselves to think, they, they just are, you know, and society wants to tell you this or that so that you'll go do... I think some of it's on purpose. I think some of it's the whole cataclysm of everything just feeding off of itself. And we're so far away from the Rockefeller days of like when you went to school it was to make good factory workers. And at the time there was plenty of factories for people to go and work at and then transition to better quote unquote still factories, but manufacturing jobs where there was maybe a little more skilled labor. But that's what people fail to realize too is where people got fucked is is. They never, I'm sure there were some guys who thought, like they realized six years in, like, fuck, if this goes away, I don't really have any skills. I can do a couple, I have some skills with a couple things that this factory needs, but in some of those places had like a machine that a guy was trained on or whatever, and maybe there's 10 of those machines and they need 10 techs, but a lot of those places, there was not a lot of those machines at all. Um, there was very few of those machines, and those guys tend to make more because um, they have to have some skills and knowledge, understanding of how this technology works. But some of those jobs are just like pushing the bed materials up to a certain bay, and then a guy there would put them together or whatever. It was just a whole. It was a whole thing. Like even me as a maintenance guy, well, I have some plumbing skills, some electrical skills. Uh, some not really any carpentry skills I'd say I can do some trim and whatnot but you know and then, and then just some mechanical fixing things all oh, this door handles broke there's some internal damage here let me I can kind of look for levers to crank on and uh, I wouldn't say hinges but like if there's like a spring contraption in there oh maybe it's stuck like you start to understand how some of these things work uh, when I was in residential, I learned a bunch. Dishwashers, washing machines, dryers, um, condensing units, aquatherms. Those were the, the big ones because now you have some real, real skills like to work out appliances and et cetera. So it's, that stuff is in huge need today. Um, a lot of those jobs, they, <laughs> I'm going to just shout this out. I know I've talked about the, that industry on my last thing. I'm, luckily, I'm in the commercial side now where I basically just vendor all my work out. It's beautiful. But, and this is for any job, always ask for more. Yeah, they're always going to post what they're going to post. Always ask for more. If the job posts for $18 to $22, you can get like $26, $28. Bucks. I'm telling you, you fucking can't, especially if you have 
if you're working with your hands and you have real fucking skills, I didn't even mention painting. You gotta throw furniture away, you gotta do trash sometimes. I would take care of 50,000 gallon pools and keep it clean like it was. Knew how to do hot tubs. I had skills. I forget that I even have these skills because just three months out of that industry, I'm so focused on what I'm doing now. But anyway, you know, we can't make excuses for everything, but I do think it. You will become a calmer human. You will become a more understanding human. You'll become a human that makes more sense if you educate yourself and understand. I just wish everybody would go in and look at um, gene expression. I think, yes, you're gonna. we're all going to be born with a certain genome and whatever we're born with. Like I encountered a lot of diversity being young and having to deal with some racial shit. And then even when I got into life, I had so many good triggers when I was young too and I had so much success in sports and, and uh, community success as far as a vast um, range of friends from not only my school but schools in different counties and throughout the area so I, I knew a lot of people I had a lot of social interaction girls were freaking abundant like I did not struggle to get girls up until 18 years old. I didn't struggle to get girls after them, but my life changed a lot after 18, and it, I just had was going through things. But from fucking 16, I mean, even before that, but especially between 16 and 18, I could drive to towns 45 minutes away, an hour away, and basically get any girl I still wanted. It was the point of not breaking. That was it was a great fun time. A lot of that was given to me. Yeah, I worked hard at sports and this and that, but. I was an open person. I would could make friends easily. I never bought into like all oh, these people are from a different school thing. I didn't give a fuck about that. I'm not. A, I just. It's like the Family Guy skit where he's like, they making fun of Irish people. Oh, you're you're eight miles down the road from another town. Let's hate each other. Like he did this funny thing, but there's truth in that to where whether it's an Irish thing or not, which it I know it is to an extent to where a lot of the people in my towns are. It's just as funny. I don't know if it has to do with the villages and stuff back in the, the old country and things like that. That's how things really were. But, uh, you know, humans are tribal anyway, so I don't know what, what the funny... It might have been the bar thing. Who, who knows? But the point was, even if I was born with pre... Not predisposed, but kind of predispositions of gene what my genes were which we I'm, I might be not saying it right but the predisposition of my default gene setting we'll call it you know that that all plays into you know so all that success with sports and whatnot well maybe I would have taken it differently and I would have it's not even maybe if my genes were different maybe I would have been more arrogant maybe I would have um, you know, I wouldn't have been so arrogant to just like come in all the girls I would have sex with and stuff when I was a young kid and shit, which I never would do. I was like, I'm not fucking coming in your vagina. I know what happens when you do that. So even small decisions like that, you don't know, you know, if I would have got a girl pregnant at 18 years old, 17 years old, that's going to vastly change the course of your life. You know, you might turn into a shithead and abandon the child. You might settle down way quicker and 
not even pursue sports and say, I got to get a job that's going to pay well for the next couple of years so I can support this kid. I have no fucking idea. It's just, it's all, again, imaginative. But we, you, I give myself credit to getting, I've, obviously, this isn't all luck. I'm not single at 30 with a good paying job an above average paying job. I wouldn't even say it's a good paying job for where I live. I'm sorry, but until I make 80 grand, it's just not. It's, it's, yeah, I could sustain myself, but you're talking, you have a car and one thing goes wrong. Like, yeah, you can get credit cards and whatnot, but like, is that, that's not a sustainable solution. I'm not saying that you could get by like that until you continue to work towards better opportunities of employment. And I've done that before. That's part of the reason some of my credit card stuff too. I, I bought classes. I went to an HVAC course for it was six months. I only did about four and a half months, but I still most people do zero months. You know, I still can put it on my resume that I went to this school for. Um, and I lie. I say I went for this whole six months, but I don't care. But what I don't lie about is I don't say I'm certified. And I, I, don't, I say I went to the Nate School. No certifications gotten from the school. Just be honest. They're just going to be happy that you fucking went. They don't really care if you have them or not. Um, so it's not all luck. And I have made a lot of sacrifices. I haven't settled down with someone just because sometimes it sucks and I have a girlfriend. You know, most people are... And I'm not saying they need a partner who's going to come home and write or do a podcast or this or that. But they have to have somewhat of a baseline of health and a healthy perspective on life and I don't care what they eat but they might have to be vegan like me but they have to be somewhat fucking healthy so there's there are certain expectations but nobody's perfect I'm not looking for perfect I'm just looking for a good fit and I don't think most people look for a good fit most people get clamped down early because everybody around them is getting clamped down early or they do it for the financial benefits which it can help, and I get that, but it's not. You don't want to make financial-based decisions in your love life. I just, I would like to marry someone who makes a decent income, yes, but I'm, it's not going to be. Oh, she's. I'm not as attracted to her as I am this other girl, but she makes a hundred grand, and I don't like her personality as much as this other girl, but she makes a hundred grand. Oh, she's not as sweet as this other girl, but she makes a hundred grand. I don't fucking care. It's not a recipe for a successful relationship, in my opinion. Yeah, I think I'm going to cut this one off here because I still need to eat, but 54 minutes, solid podcast, kind of talked about a bunch of stuff. I just like to ramble and talk and hopefully, you know, you relate to whatever I say in some way and it gives you some insight, you know, and it's truthful, it's honest, it's genuine, and I'm being honest, I'd love to fucking do this for, for a living, you know, and as it as I do more and if I and I have to be honest if I ever can keep it consistent I will probably set up an email or something and people could email and say well, what do you think about this and then I can talk about that so I have thoughts and insights and views on a million things it's just sometimes you know certain things can only be triggered in the brain it's like when I'm doing maintenance uh, I needed to put a screw through a frame last week and it didn't register in my brain right away, even though I had done it in the residential side multiple times or something similar to that. But since this is steel or a metal frame that was wood, the way I think about it and attack it is so different because I'm just in a more PC corporate space now. 
So not that I could be a dipshit or a fuckhead at my old job, but my point being is we, we try to make sure things are more aesthetically pleasing always. Not that we didn't have, and I ended up working at two nice properties, my last two before I got out of the residential side, and it was probably somewhat prepping me for this opportunity to make sure that I was always cleaning up after myself, et cetera, et cetera. But anyway, the, the point was, is, you know, I have thoughts on stock market stuff or conflict diamonds or, you know, we make Elon Musk out to be this saint, but he has said goofy weird shit on Twitter where it's like, well, it's not very mature. Um, from thoughts to how I just feel about like the Red Bull culture, like extreme sports culture, how I have these thoughts about just, I don't know if, and it's hard for, they probably look at a guy like me who could dunk a basketball and go, oh, that's got to be so cool. Just like I look at them though and go, yeah, you know what, dunking a basketball is cool, hitting a home run is cool. That extreme sport, there's something about it that is, I think, almost just so much more out of body. But I'm probably just coming from an outsider's perspective. But And it always looks harder. And I always think it's harder. But then you see those guys try to dribble a basketball, and they fucking can't. And it's all relative to your experience. So, But, you know, thoughts on my health journey. I don't eat meat. Meat can be and is healthy, especially if you're eating good, lean meat. There's a lot of garbage out there. So if I, can, if I ever get this to be a consistent habit... It'd be great to get suggestions on, you know, what you would want me to give my input on. And I can rant on stuff, man, for for a good long while. And I'll probably jump around to something else and say how I think this relates here or there. But until next time, I'm going to end this one. But y'all motherfuckers have a good night. Stay classy.